if your mama is your best friend, if your daddy is your best friend, then just skip over this video, okay? Your depression is probably caused by a chemical imbalance. You know, your anxiety is probably genetic. You know, your eating disorder is, you know, a moral failing within you. So if, if that's your belief, which you, you keep that over there, all right? For everybody else today, I wanna talk to you about something that we don't talk about out loud and we need to. It's called parentification or when your parent makes you become the parent in the family. Now I can already hear, I already know what the objections are going to be. It, I, these millennials out here looking back on us, we did the best that we could do. I don't understand why just asking the kid to help out around the house, how is that parentification? Kids need to have responsibilities. Kids need to, and y'all can just shut up. For real. You know how they used to say that Jesus was coming soon, especially if you part of my, you know, following that grew up in the Pentecostal church. Jesus coming soon. I think Jesus is a metaphor for truth. And it's time to tell the truth about some of this. A lot of the stuff, especially in marginalized communities, when we are parentified, which I should probably explain before I go in, when we are parentified, it is almost seen as a rite of passage. You're the man of the house. I need you to help mom out a little bit. Hey, look, daughter, if you just don't mind, could you go hit the kids with a shoe for me? That video pissed me off so much, so much so that I made this video. This is a really important conversation because a lot of y'all are about to go to the holidays with your family. And there are some brothers and sisters that are estranged from each other. And y'all are blaming each other when you come from households like this. First off, spanking is abuse. There ain't no conversation, ain't no discussion. It's not opinion. We have more evidence that spanking is abuse than we do for the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Spanking is abuse. But secondly, the parentification to put that daughter in that role, the parentif y'all go look up parentification because there's something else that goes along with that that you can't talk about on this app because people get upset about it. But finally, to the brothers and sisters, y'all were not born hating each other. There was an environment that you grew up in. And one thing that y'all have to remember, because y'all might have made different choices, but y'all all made them for the same reason. If you came from a household like that, reevaluate your relationship with your siblings. So let's get into parentification. There are two types of parentification we're going to talk about. Instrumental parentification and emotional parentification. Emotional parentification is the one, in my opinion, that's the worst because that one is the one that is invisible. Instrumental parentification is when you got to do shit around the house that you should not have to do. You should not have to make sure that the bills are paid and you should not be up trying to make sure that your brothers and sisters and that everybody is dressed in the morning and that they get to school on time and that they had dinner when they get home. That is not your responsibility. And I don't care what your parents say. Y'all can get mad. I got you in my head right now. It don't matter. It is not your child's responsibility to take care of the other children. I'm getting hyped and I ain't even got to the main sermon yet. I ain't even made, I got to hold it down. We ain't even to the main sermon yet. We're not even there yet. 
My bad. Emotional parentification is when the child has to be an emotional support system for their parent, for the people within their family, for anybody that is an adult and should take their ass to therapy. They use their child as their therapist. And what's real funny, people don't like to acknowledge and admit this, but that's a lot of the reason we have so many therapists today. People think, oh, I just, I always wanted to help. Nah, -uh. you've been trained to be a therapist from a very young age. But we're gonna get into it. People not gonna like this message, but I don't care. So we started talking about parentification in 1948. Melita Schmettenberg, I think I said her name right, wrote that parents who lack emotional support might unconsciously use their children as substitute parents. And then in 1967, Salvador Mnuchin came through. Salvador Mnuchin, an Argentinian family therapist, came up with the term parentification. Then we have Basmurjanaji, who said in 1973 that parentification is when a parental figure expects that a child fulfill the role of the parent within the family subsystem. I could preach a sermon just right here, because especially in marginalized communities, not only is it an expectation that you take care of your siblings, you are punished if you don't take care of your siblings. And sometimes the punishment is a spanking. And since we know that spanking is heavily linked to sexual abuse, it activates the same pathways. One might argue that you are groomed from a young age to take care of your siblings. Ooh, they not gonna like that one. I don't care. The child that gets parentified the most is the oldest child. Shout out to all the oldest kids, the firstborns, millennials specifically, walking around aimlessly in life, not knowing what you want to do next. It's probably, probably, it might be depression. It might be anxiety. Or it might be the fact that you've never got to experience a childhood and you've been an adult for like the past 35 years. That might, but you don't know, no, it's a chemical imbalance. Let's not think about it too much. And depending on which parent is missing from the family, the oldest girl or the oldest this boy might be parentified, even if they're not the oldest person within the entire family. It just depends on what family member the person doing the parentification is trying to replace. So if you're in a family with a single mom, then the oldest son is going to be parentified and called the man of the house. That shit is so gross. It's so gross. I see so many parents on TikTok with a little man, hear my little man in a whole suit speaking full sentences at four years old. Now, I'm not saying that a kid should not be able to speak in full sentences. Don't misunderstand me. What I'm saying is it's weird. It's weird to see these little kids out here like this, looking like and talking like and acting like adults because their parents are encouraging them. This is my little man. No, he's not. He is a child. Or if it's a dad by himself and he's taking care of more than one child, then he will choose the oldest daughter. And the oldest daughter will become the parental substitute for him. Spousification is the next part. If there's a disabled child in the family, then the oldest child is at greater risk of being parentified, especially if they're a daughter. That does not mean that sons are not parentified. I am living proof, living witness that parentification can happen to a son. Narcissistic parentification is when the child is made to take on the goals and dreams of the parent. A lot of people are in school for shit that they don't care about. They think they care about it because their parent has told them from, oh, you're going to be a great doctor one day. Oh, you're going to be a great speaker one day. Oh, you're going to be a great video game designer one day. 
because what they're doing is robbing their child of their ability to decide who they want to be when they are older. They are narcissistically living out their own lack of ability to have experiences because they sit on their ass all day doing nothing through their kids. We see this a lot, especially in families that are hyper religious. I know when I was growing up, oh, you're going to be the, you're going to be the, you go, and just never given an opportunity to be what I wanted to be. And that's where that perfectionism streak, I have to be perfect. I have to be right. I have to be great. Parentification is harmful when it's unfair and significantly burdens the child. Now, this is where I would diverge a little bit probably with mainstream thought. Because how do you define unfair and how do you define a significant burden? It's the same thing when I say spanking is abuse and people say it's discipline and they say, well, what is abuse? And then they have this definition of of abuse where if it leaves visible marks, you don't need the marks to be visible for it to cause a problem for the child in the future. So I don't know what unfair and significantly burdens is. So I would err on the side of it is okay to give child children responsibilities, but it's should not be to the point where they're getting punished if they don't do them, depending on what you're asking for. There's a difference between asking for chores because you want your child to learn how to do chores. And then you're asking your child to do chores because you need them to, because you don't have access to resources, because you didn't create an environment for them to thrive in, because you should have made a different decision. And this is the issue with parentification. Parentification, when it's destructive, is linked to physical abuse, sexual abuse, behavioral problems, decreased emotionality, poor social competence, depression, suicidal ideation, anxiety, and low self-esteem. And this one blew my mind. I did not know this. But parentification, specifically with fathers and daughters, is linked to eating disorders. I had no idea what it makes sense if you think about it. If you're taking on the role of being the person who prepares the food in the household. And the only time that you are given any praise or given anything that looks like love is when you're fixing meals for other people. And when you have to sacrifice yourself in order to take care of the family, then you might think, well, maybe me eating right now is not as important as making sure that the rest of the family is fed. I'll get to me later. And then maybe, just maybe, I don't know. I don't want to get, I don't want the psychiatrist or the APA to come after me, but just maybe you might learn and your body might start to realize that I don't need, you know what? I'm not hungry right now. I need to make sure that the rest of the family is, I'll eat later. And let's not even get into, but let's get into it because this is another thing that we don't talk about is the rates of sexual abuse that happen with parentification. Often the oldest daughter is chosen for sexual abuse by father. I'm going to get into some other stuff because I want to get into some comments, but I wanted to make sure that you had a real good understanding of what parentification was. But there's one thing I want to read. Najee are among the researchers who've argued that parentification is not always maladaptive. Researchers of this view say that children may benefit from being treated as capable individuals and taking on the role of supporting and caring for their family. Researchers have speculated, that's an important word there, speculated that parentification may enhance empathy, altruism, and responsibility levels for a child. I always wanted to help. You know anybody? I've said that before. I've always wanted to help. 
the child may pursue a career in the mental health field. Therapists are not ready to hear that. Shout out to all the young therapists that follow me and that look at my content. Listen to me. I am not telling you to not get your degree in therapy. We are always going to need therapists. I want to live in a world where we don't, but we're going to need therapists. But please listen to me, okay? I truly wish that when I was going through and getting my therapy degree, I wish I would have just gone to therapy. It would have been a lot cheaper. It would have been a lot easier. And honest to God, I probably would have chosen a different profession because being a therapist is the closest thing to being a doctor, which is what my mom wanted me to be. So I'm just saying, don't just let therapy be the only thing. Okay, I wanted to make video games. I really did. But I had a math teacher who was a racist who told me that my math scores were too low and that I would never be able to make video games. So there are other things that you can do. Please, 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 please make sure that your desire to be a therapist is born out of a desire to truly help others because you recognize the suffering in the world, not because you had to be your mother's little emotional trauma dumpster when you were a child or father. The positive effects are likely because the parentification was temporary and moderate, which is an aspect of adaptive parentification. Adaptive parentification can manifest if the parent is vital to their child's development and expresses to the child their awareness of and appreciation for the child assuming the parental role. Adaptive parentification may not be role reversal when it is instrumental rather than emotional caretaking temporary and without heavy burden, and when the child is treated fairly by their parents and has their support. Instead of being an aspect of psychopathology, it is a coping mechanism for stress. But where is the stress coming from? Look, I'm just going to diverge from there because a lot of these, as much as I appreciate the knowledge and information, a lot of this shit just doesn't apply if you're a Black, Indigenous, person of color, okay? Because it is not something that is, is a choice, it's not something that your parents are using in that situation to help you learn skills. It is something that if it is not done, it does not get done. So to just be really clear so everyone can understand, parentification is when your parent forces you, grooms you with the threat of punishment or with the threat of having to deal with their emotional bullshit makes you become a parent. And the biggest thing that you lose when your parents force you to be the parent to either them or your siblings is you do not get a childhood. You have no idea what it's like to be a child that was taken from you. Your parents took something from you that you did not even know that you could have. It's gone. You cannot get back that particular experience. Now, we can reparent ourselves, but that is gone. Now, I'd like you to take a look with me at some of the comments on the video, because when you are parentified, there's another thing that is closely related that you cannot talk about out loud. I tried talking about it on TikTok once and got canceled for it. You cannot talk about this out loud because it is so insidious, but we're going to talk about it today. And that is covert or emotional incest. That is when you are the emotional dumping ground for your parent. When they ask you questions they should not ask, 
when they bring up topics they should not bring up, when they say things to you that they should not say. It is very closely linked to actual incest and has some of the same effects, although they are not as significant or not as severe. That does not mean that they are not impactful. If you are someone who has been a victim of covert incest, a victim of emotional incest, you don't have to compare. You don't have to try to say, well, at least it wasn't that bad. It was bad for you. Okay. And when people go through covert incest, emotional incest, there is almost this, I can't describe it, but there's this defensiveness. There's this inability, conditioned response to even begin to criticize the parent that did it. And there are so many people in the world who have been victims of this and don't realize it. My mom is my best friend. I tell my mom everything. Now, I'm not saying in every situation where that happens that it's emotionally incestuous. What I'm saying is, is some of y'all have relationships with your parents that are just gross. You're not your own person. And one of the ways that we continue this cycle is that we do not examine and look at the behaviors. We don't talk about them. And then we have individuals, I think, you know, in the narcissistic community, they call them flying monkeys, but we have individuals that almost reflexively come out and speak in support of this mess. So let's take a look at some of the comments on the original video where that mother was handing down generational trauma by telling her oldest daughter to go and hit the kids because she's tired of dealing with them. Destiny Martinez says, I think that's just the oldest daughter thing. My daughter is five and the oldest and she keeps her younger brothers in check. The reason she keeps her younger brothers in check is because you don't keep her in check. It's not an oldest daughter thing. You would think it's just an oldest daughter thing if you didn't know what parentification is. And this is how this pattern continues to get replicated throughout families. That's why this person made this video. Maybe they've never heard of parentification, but it is not just an oldest daughter's thing. It's not just something oldest daughters do. Why do the younger brothers listen to the sisters and not us? Because you're not parenting. Because you're not parenting, because you're not doing your job, because you're not establishing authority in the house. Mine is four and has it on lock. That is disgusting. That's disgusting. The younger brothers might listen to the little sisters because maybe they have, I don't know, a better relationship with each other. Maybe they have to listen. Maybe they talk to them nicer than you. There's a lot of reasons why they, this is disgusting. I didn't realize how disgusted and unsettled I would be reading these comments. I just hope I don't put too much pressure on my first kid. I don't want them to feel the older sibling pressure I did. I mean, look at that. Like you're so close. You're so close. You are so close to dealing with the trauma. So close yet so far away. Y'all, there's absolutely a difference between helping out like this and raising. Please don't be mean to this lady for a 15 second video. This is not just a 15 second video, though. It's explanatory of the entire behavior. I love this so much. It's like playing a game of chess. OK, if you know how to play chess, which I don't. But if you know how to play chess, you can look at a chessboard. And you can tell who's winning just by the way the pieces look. You don't need to know what's happened in the past to see what's going on right now. I don't need to know anything about else about that family other than this clip. 
to know what goes on. So this is not being mean. Also, there are people in the world like this who will tell you that you are being mean when you are holding them accountable. They will tell you that you are being mean when you try to set boundaries with them. You have to recognize these people because you will never be able to hold them accountable. And there is a difference between helping. But what is helping in this instance? She's tossing her daughter a shoe and then saying, go beat your kid, go beat the siblings. That's not helping. That's transmitting abuse. I see therapy bills in her future. Oldest daughter who had to do that and is now in therapy and trying to enjoy life finally. Don't forget the why don't you come see me? It's the truth. It's the truth. Why are you assuming from a video? There is no assumption. If you understand what, and this is another thing. There are a lot of people in the world who get very upset when you read the bullshit that other people say. So when I read, why are you assuming from a video? It's super frustrated because it's, it's not assuming. I'm just looking at what's happening. I'm just watching what's happening. That's it. I'm not assuming anything. My mom does this to me all the time. I'm the oldest. My 25 year old scares her siblings more than I do. So proud. Ha ha ha. Why do y'all have kids? I wonder sometimes. My parents did this to me. I basically raised my younger siblings. Now as an adult, I don't want kids. People are like, why don't millennials want to have kids? Because we've raised some already. We're tired of this. We don't want to raise any more kids. Parentification. The reason my 30-year-old daughter doesn't get along with her siblings and doesn't visit me for Christmas. That one hurt, man. That hurt. I feel that parent's pain. That really hurt. It's really refreshing to see such like honesty, but I know that hurt. So that's the comments on these videos. I can't look at no more of them. Let's take a look at some of the comments on my response video. Of course, people are going to be upset in the comments and not get it. For some of y'all, it would be devastating to realize that something you were groomed to take pride in was actually neglectful parenting. But please think about it before repeating the cycle. When she said grooming, she said the right word. She said the right word. We're going to continue with some more of this discussion on my Patreon. Um, I want to talk a little bit about how you heal from parentification, how you reparent yourself. And I want to discuss some more of these comments. And there's just some things that you have to talk about that can only be talked about behind a paywall, because I want to explain to you, I have lived experience. A lot of the research talks about mother-daughter parentification. There's not as much on mother-son. And I just want to share with you, and I just can't do that publicly. I want to share with you some of the questions my mom asked me, some of the things that she told me, some of the stuff that I knew that I should not have known. I want to talk to you about how my mom really prepared me to be a therapist before anyone else. So if you're interested in hearing more about my story, please go check out my Patreon. I also have an app called The Situational Practice, where I use video games to help people reparent themselves. If you're interested in being part of the community, please check out those socials, check out my TikTok, my Instagram, um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I look forward to breaking the fourth wall of existence with you. Parentification is just the first start. The next thing we need to talk about is triangulation. We need to explain all these things that we go through as children so people can stop thinking that the reason they're depressed, anxious, eating disorders is because of a chemical imbalance. There's some family dynamics going on and it's time to expose them. Y'all take care. Thank you for being here and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.